0: Yeah, that's my old school intro today. Uh, Niners After Dark, Jesse Naylor, Grant Cohn. Jesse, how you doing, man? I, I'm going I'm going uh sort of light green. You're mm-hmm. going we're both going sorbet today. I think it looks great. I feel pastels. like this is an
1: Easter show. Yeah.
0: Nah, and uh, no, it's Easter or like Miami Vice. <laughs> oh, okay. Well let's go I Miami. Like in Miami Vice. you can wear pastels all day. Anyway, we're here that's neither here nor there. We just look terrific. I think we should talk about it. But we can just <laughs> acknowledge it. We have a lot to talk about today, like the season's coming up, but there's so much drama. And I like starting with drama. So let's start with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't on the Niners anymore. And he just takes shots at Kyle Shannon. He's been taking shots since last year, since he said his plays freaking suck, which they may or may not. I don't know. But Jimmy said it, and I respect that. Kind of like how Sting's still making music, and I respect that, but I don't really listen to it. Anyway. So Jimmy Garoppolo recently. That's a good reference. I was wondering if you would notice. So Jimmy Garoppolo recently was asked, about the Niners quarterback situation. And he called it weird. And he, he was being interviewed by someone from Sports Illustrated and they kind of like paused and laughed. And like, Jimmy was like, "Why well, I would like, is that not fair? And the guy was like, well, I'd call it kind of messy. And Jimmy's like, yeah, that's a nice, that's the nice way to put it. So like, you know, it's real, a real shot at the biggest shot at Kyle Shanahan, one of his former players I think has ever taken Kyle's kind of a made man, but then again, so is Jimmy. So, so here's what Kyle said today in response.
2: The comments are the comments. I'm really not concerned about his comments.
1: Do you feel Any relief, do you sense that this kind of era of lots of changing is over?
2: Um, I mean, the era of changing is, you know, when we got here, we, we waited 10 weeks and made a trade for a quarterback, played five games and and we made him the highest paid quarterback of all time at the time. Um, Then he played two of the next five years and did really good in those two years. His injuries for three of those five years were legit. It was rough on him, rough on us. Um, And then we made a move to go to a younger quarterback and that's what we did. Um, We thought he'd be ready in two years and he wasn't. And now we have a different younger quarterback. So that's the situation.
1: Speaking of I mean, Jimmy did say, you know, it's been a weird situation over last there. One guys. Obviously, it's not the way you drew it up, but can you acknowledge it? Yeah, it kind of has been a weird situation here last week.
2: Kind of fair. Yeah, kind of I fair. think any time you trade up to the third pick in the draft and it doesn't work out, that's the weird situation. But it is weird. That is the situation. So that's what happened. I don't think it's that weird. It's unusual it's that not it doesn't that weird. work out.
0: But, but, but you said it was weird.
2: I wouldn't <laughs> no, it's think not that's weird. weird. I think it's, unusual. it's not
0: weird. Okay, so it's unusual. No, what unusual. What do you think? <laughs>
1: fact that he said goodbye you know the day after that one season you you know all all the things that happened with you know why that happened right he comes back he's you know on on the side field and ends up re-signing and starting and it just seems like i mean it's been a unique
2: and do you remember why that happened
1: i I remember why everything (laughs) happened but i'm just saying it's been a unique situation i agree it's been unique
0: (laughs) unique (laughs) unique thanks guys so that's the word. It's so funny. Like he, he like a guy who says he has a, a a poor vocabulary. Then he says, "Yeah, it's kind of weird." And then he goes, "No, it's not weird. It's not weird at all." And he, t- and then he's like, "No, it's unique." That was so <laughs> funny to me. Um, why do you think Kyle is so upset about Jimmy Garoppolo's throwaway line? I think because. This goes
1: back to, what, maybe two years ago when they drafted Trey Lance. And the conversations that you and I had during that time was, it really seems like the locker room looks at Jimmy Garoppolo as the leader and not Kyle Shanahan. Mm -hmm. And I think that showed itself with the, well, now revisionist history is the finger, but reality is Shanahan did try to mix in Trey Lance into the offense, and the players did not want to. They got vetoed. Yeah, so got vetoed. I, I think that's really what it is. Is it's like, listen, I've I've got this guy here that everybody on the team loves. I'm tired of freaking hearing about him. I got a better I think I got a better player for cheaper. And I've done the right move. Like, why can't you praise what we've done in mm-hmm. making the right move and getting the better player? Why does it always have to go back to this MF or is the way that I see it? There's definitely frustration there.
0: Yeah, but I feel like Kyle's been taking shots at Jimmy gratuitously for a while. Like for example, at the owner's meetings, someone brought up Jimmy and they talked to him and, and Kyle just out of nowhere was like, oh, well, you must've talked to Jimmy in person though. Cause he doesn't call anyone back or text anyone back. Mm-hmm. Like, would you leave him alone, man? That's not your, co- your quarterback anymore. So he keeps making these like little shots. Like Jimmy's not the most professional quarterback. He's not, he's no Kirk cousins. You know, he's, he's not the most dedicated. It's like, all right, man, you made your point. And so now Jimmy Garoppolo, who's pretty much taken the high road in public. The entire time, he did say your plays freaking suck, man, but he didn't know his, he didn't know people were going to be reading his list, but whatever. He finally does a, uh, an interview, a- answers a question about the Niners, and kind of with a smile on his face, it's like, yeah, man, they don't really know what they're doing at quarterback over there, essentially. And I Jimmy has a lot, I mean, he's won a lot of games, he came from New England, he has a pretty good reputation. It's right there with Kyle's, maybe not, maybe not in Kyle's eyes, but. When Jimmy says it, it feels like it kind of gives a green light to other people to say it, too. And I feel like Kyle has had such a shield around him for years, maybe since 2019, where you can't really criticize anything. Well, since 2016, how about this? How about that? Can't really criticize him at all. And now. I mean, a quarterback that he gave like one hundred million dollars to is starting to do it. Matt Ryan didn't even do it. I think that's. Not good. So from Kyle's perspective, he, he probably could have handled it a little more gracefully than what he did. You know, he said, what he say? He said, we, we made him the highest paid quarterback of all time after five games. And then he played two or five three seasons. Three or five years, yeah. And he's like, oh, those injuries were legit. But that's how you feel about him. Mm-hmm. We gave you more money than you ever deserved. And you didn't show up. Now, you have your excuses or whatever. But someone that well-paid is supposed to be there. And you weren't. And it's your fault. It's like, okay, okay, it's Jimmy's fault that he got hurt. It's Trey's fault that he got hurt. It's everyone's fault that you ended up here. It's not a weird situation. It's just a unique situation, whatever you want to call it, man. Like, <laughs> I think most people would agree with Jimmy in the assessment. No, it's weird. And I think that's what upsets Kyle. Everyone is starting to see that as as good as he is, dude, he is way off. Like he doesn't know what the hell he wants. That's what's weird about it. One day you want Jimmy Garoppolo. Next day you want the opposite of Jimmy Garoppolo. The next day you want Jimmy Garoppolo Jr. at a, at a discount. Like decide. And, 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 and like if you don't want Trey anymore, get rid of him in a timely fashion. If you don't want Jimmy anymore, don't hold on to him for a long time. Like that's another thing that's super weird about how you got rid of Jimmy and Trey. Both of them feel uh, wronged by both of them. And it's crazy for Kyle to stand up there and be like I'm so happy for Trey. He looks happy.
1: Yeah, to be <laughs> yeah, away from does. you. Yeah, he looks very happy actually.
0: He like he doesn't have a grudge happy. against Trey. He knows he messed up with Trey, but with Jimmy he has a total grudge. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I I think a couple of things. One, when you look at this situation with He and Jimmy, he's been taking a lot of shots at Jimmy. And it, it's like it's like the person on Twitter and you, you have this, we all have this, that takes shots. Maybe you have them muted or you always ignore yeah. them. And then one day you fire back and they're like, oh my, what, what did I do? All I said yeah. was this. And it's like, no, bro, you've been no, taking been t- shots t- yeah. for seven weeks mm-hmm. and no I doubt. just responded. And guess what? When I respond, I'm not responding on your level. I'm taking it up a notch. And that's the way it's going to be because you don't set the parameters anymore, right? And so right. that's the way I feel and like I was like
0: nice because I've been like on your team and in your organization and trying right. to be, you know, like the face of the organization. But none of that got me anywhere. I'm over here now, and you, I just you know what I wonder though, Grant, if, yeah,
1: if Jimmy hadn't played so well in those joint practices, do you think he would have been as bold as he was there? Or do you feel like that kind of gave him some feel like yeah, I came out here and balled against your defense with yeah. the play calls that I like. Yeah, And you're stuck over there with the guy that played like crap against my defense. Good luck with that.
0: I think from Jimmy's perspective, he's like, look, man, I'm the leader you wish you were, Kyle, okay? Mm. You may be like this play caller or whatever. You know, I'm a quarterback. You're a play caller. I'm a leader. You're not. So now you're going to have to find someone else to lead this Super Bowl-ready team. And I don't know that it's 23-year-old Brock. You know what I mean? It might have to be Fred Warner or Nick Bosa <laughs> or someone like that. But I'm going to be leading the Raiders. And all I know is when we met up in those joint practices, my team was more prepared. My team kicked your team's ass. And sure, it was just the offseason, but you can see what I can do for a team. You know what I mean? Let's see what you can do for a team beyond play calling. I also think, I think Jimmy, how has, he feels.
1: Jimmy has like a built-in advantage here in the sense that as long as the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl, He's still held high in this regard. The only way that Jimmy gets knocked down a peg is if the 49ers win the Super Bowl. And the odds of that happening are in his favor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's move on. There's another piece of news. This is so interesting to me. So Brock Purdy, his arm is tired. Just a little tired. You know, he's been working really hard. He's coming back from a serious injury and, you know, just happens to be kind of fatigued. And in the past, when arm fatigue was brought up for a quarterback who's no longer in the team, I forget his name, it was a huge deal. It was like, man, this dude is not ready. He is not the the man. Now this dude has arm fatigue, and the Niners are like, you know, it's actually – Kyle blew it off. He was like, it's all part of the plan, all part of the plan. And, in fact, it's not that his arm is tired. It's He's doing some deloading. Whatever that means. <laughs> uh, you know, he's doing some deloading. Just just yeah, some, you know, all, planned... all quarterbacks have done this in the past. Whatever that. It just seems like a jargony new word that you say, and people are like, don't know what that means, but I'm going to nod my head because I'm supposed to know it. I feel like I'm supposed to. I missed that. I missed the memo about what deloading me. So there, he's deloading this week. But John Lynch comes out and talks afterward and says that, yeah, you know, we really feel like he'll be better next week if he has this deloading week. Okay, he went to Stanford. He knows what he's talking about. Let's use. The, let's follow the logic of that phrase. He'll be better next week, meaning he's not at his best right now, right? Yeah, is that I mean, fair? That's, that's He'll be yeah, better next fair. week, so meaning he could be better right now. He could be better right now if the if next week is X, he's X minus five, X minus ten, X minus Y. Essentially, is what he is right now, just a little bit less than what. He could be next week with this deloading. That doesn't sound great. It doesn't sound great. And there was also that clip of him like like shaking out his arm in the game. And God forbid this dude tweaked his arm or had a little bit of a setback two weeks before the season, three hours after they traded Trey Lance. I mean, man, I just think it's real interesting. Like, what is this? What are they trying to? It feels like he's probably going to start week one. But. I don't feel like his arm is 100% ready. And I remember last year, Matt Stafford had I was a messed just, up elbow. I was, that's <laughs> yes. exactly what I was thinking. So like, okay, so they, oh, like my gosh. The, yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So, like, the question – so, Matt Stafford started the season, right? He had a messed up elbow, but he was there week one. Was yep. he there week 10? No. He didn't get through the year. And if one training camp and, like, you know, a drive in one game and a couple drives in the next game n- means he needs to deload for a week to get right and get to his best – And how's he going to make it through 17 weeks plus playoffs? Where's he going to be week 10? That's a good question for Brock. Not will he be there week one. Will he be there week 10? Will he be there week 17? Will he be there in the playoffs? Or is this a Sam Darnold season?
1: I hope it's not a Sam Darnold. It can't be a Sam Darnold season if they want to actually win the Super Bowl. It needs to be a Brock Purdy season. So here's the problem that the 49ers have is that they're never – Now, now that the things that went down with the quarterback who used to be here that we're not going to say his name, everybody's kind of peeling back the onion and saying, well, hold on a second. Do you ever really tell us the truth? Like you said, this was always a part of the plan. That's the way that they sold it. But why didn't you just say that so that when it got to this time, it wouldn't have to be awkward. Like, You could save your quarter if it truly was always a part of the plan. You really could save your quarterback from even being a part of these conversations when this came up. It's like, yeah, remember three weeks ago when I said this was a part of the plan? Like,
0: yeah, no, but you said there were no more restrictions. It's over. Right. Then he has restrictions and you're like, this was part of the plan. I'm thinking, well, you lied about Trey Lance. You lied about who your backup quarterback was going to be. You said you were going to choose the 90 minutes before. Then you chose the next day. So now I'm feeling like, did he have did he get injured in the game? Is his arm is his arm tired? Did it arm get nicked? Did he have a setback? Are you lying to me? And until we see him like full go in practice, I got I got to wonder. And even if he is full go in practice next week and he starts week 1, now I'm wondering like how many weeks is he going to get through? Is he going to can he can he do the whole season? It's a marathon. He hasn't really done very much. And now he needs deloading to be better. I don't know. Yeah, once that season starts, I mean, there's really
1: not time to rest. You know, no. that's just the way that it... And and here's the thing is that, like, if he does need time to rest throughout the season, it's not like he's Aaron Rodgers or a veteran. Nope. Again, nah. we're still talking about a quarterback. I get he played like a veteran. I get that's why you're choosing to go with him in this Super Bowl or bus season, I guess. But he's still going into year two. He needs every rep he can get. He needs everything he can get. He needs to go through lows. He needs to go through the highs. He needs to go through everything that you can possibly go through this season as a quarterback. And if he needs to take days off so that he can make it through a season, that's not good either. I I don't know. We'll see. I mean, maybe it truly is just deloading, and this was a part of the process, but it really is hard for me to trust a team that has not been truthful, especially around this position.
0: For quite some time now it seems and I felt like the whole thing was okay he's going to come back he's going to be sort of on a pitch count but he's going to get stronger as the offseason goes along but it seems like what happened is he did training camp he did the joint practices he did one drive against the Broncos he did Two drives against the Chargers. Yeah, two. And now he needs an entire week of deloading. So his arm didn't necessarily get stronger. It got tired. And it kind of regressed. I Is that what, I? that's what how I interpret this. And now he needs a little time off, a little, little bit of a step back so he can catch his breath and get rid of the arm fatigue. I don't know. It makes me feel like that's not a lot of work. That's a month. That's a month and three drives. And now we're talking about um, September, October, November, December, January. Four or five months with a bye week. Like, I don't know, man. Is this guy fit to play a whole season? Because that's the reason you got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle Shanahan said it today. Two years, in fi- two healthy season in five years. Okay, well, Brock's giving you zero, technically. He isn't giving you any, so that's your new quarterback. If it, it turns, if, if he happens to be better than Jimmy, but also injury prone, what did you get? You know what you got, Sam Darnold. Yeah, so, but I, we'll see.
1: Don't you feel like he feels comfortable
0: with Sam Darnold?
1: I feel he like if Brock got injured, he would. Does the team feel, feel just comfortable just with comfortable. Sam Darnold?
0: Would the team feel confident? I have no I idea. I think that's Kyle's thing. But that's all that matters. <laughs> It's Kyle's thing, right? Like, I mean, Kyle was confident in like Nick Mullins. The other t- the, the team wasn't. Yeah, I don't. I, I
1: just like I said, if this was truly a part of the plan, they could have been upfront with that. When when the off season first started and they went to training camp and they said, "Hey, Brock Purdy's a full go," but then they told us, "Hey, every third practice he's going to have off, and we're going to do that till about mid August. Then we're going to incorporate him fully into the offense." And that's exactly what they did. And so there was, we expected that all the way through. There was no questions when it came up. We're like, oh, yeah, this is the third day. And then when it came to the third day or the third practice, and he actually practiced, like, oh, okay. So he must be improving. They did say mid August, we're about there. So every little thing we've, we've kind of known what to expect, but not this. This
0: was not talked about ever. Okay. So we have new information Brock Purdy taking a deloading week a week before the season opener against the Steelers. In addition, Nick Bosa still has not signed his extension. Um, It's reported that it's it's expected that he'll sign it before week one, but that doesn't mean he will. And uh, with that in mind, I'd like to introduce you to BetUS. If you want to wager on this week one game, in uh, Pittsburgh, you absolutely can on on BetUS. Like, this is, an, I mean, you can bet on whatever you want on BetUS. It's one of the nice things about it. You could bet on basketball. You could bet on baseball, which is a real sport. But football is the, is the big one. And the Niners are the reason you watch this show. So let's say you want to bet on, you got this new information about Brock and his arm and, and Nick Bosa not being there. And you feel like, you know what, I'm fading the Niners. They are two and a half point favorites on the road a notoriously slow-starting team with no kicker against the Steelers, a notoriously quick-starting team with a really good defense and really good pass rushers, you could get 2.5 points betting on the Steelers, plus 120. Or if you think the Niners are going to win that game because you know a lot about the Niners and you're a big Niners fan, you could bet on them to cover the spread, minus 2.5, minus 140. That's some good action, Jesse. Anyway, if you go to BetUS and you use... The comment uh, use the the uh, excuse me the uh, the link in my description. You put down ten bucks. They put down twelve. They put down more than you do. That's how much Bet US likes you. They put down more than you do. So if you want to bet against the Niners, you want to bet on the Niners. There's only one place to do it. Bet US. Use the link in my description. Thank you, Bet US. All right, let's take <laughs> some super chats. Need like a Bet US jingle. That's true yes and soon we're gonna do like their props uh we're gonna we're gonna have like the the this week i can't wait for it yeah yeah. the over unders just got real yeah yeah lincoln dixon says please tell larry Kruger is jordan mason not jp yeah they keep trying to make jp not him but the team keeps trying to make jp a thing like and and like uh brown they call him tig dude you gotta like play you gotta be a starter before we know these names even even like Treverius ward he's like call us mooney i'm like can I just call you Trevarius, please? I don't I don't know you like that. I haven't had dinner at your house yet. If you invite me, if you introduce me to your wife, I'll call you. If you have me over for dinner, you can, be, you can call me Iggy. I can call you Moody. But until then, let's just be, keep it professional. Jay Garza says shots fired, but shots earned. Totals m- mismanagement. Mm. Brooke says Broussard said Jimmy Garoppolo liked being subbed in, subbed in for Trey. Jimmy Garoppolo liked being subbed in for Trey. I don't get it.
1: Um, maybe
0: sorry when Trey got hurt I don't know okay Uh, Daza says is it partially because Kyle Shanahan blames Jimmy Garoppolo for not winning the Super Bowl in 2019 yeah I mean they both blame each other for the breakup right like they broke up it's not they didn't have a good t- breakup it wasn't like a handshake like we had a great time me and you man let's remember the good times it was like I really hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nothing but you going forward who kept the cat in the breakup. <laughs> uh, Kyle. War, Warmanez says, damn, Kyle is petty. Eddie D would have fired him for being trifling. Good for nothing type of brother. Dustin Gale says, was that Dieter? Where? That asked the question, maybe? I don't know. No, nah, I wasn't Dieter. Um, yo, Grant, can we get... It was uh, Matt Mayoko. Yo, Grant, can we get the SD impression? Um, um, <laughs> It's the first read. First read. First read. Second read. Second read. Second read. Second. Read. Where's second read at? First read. Mendel says that Jimmy's supporters really turned on him, and the Trey guys have Jimmy's back now. Well, Kyle Shanahan is like Public Enemy Number One, and Jimmy's leading the charge. And you have to give him credit; like that takes courage. No one, re- not even RG three, had the courage to take shot. Like RG three has been playing it real professional. You know, he took, he's taken the high road for like 10 years now. I mean, now both of them are like, yo, that was the worst. Jimmy's like, that was really weird. What's going on over there. And RGT is like, man, that was the worst trade ever, ever. <laughs> Other, you know? And it was Jesse loved your stream with uh boss, but him taking Dallas roster over Niners pilot over CMC. Like the kids say, that's cray cray.
1: Yeah. I had a, a after the trade, I had a Cowboys content creator on and so we talked through it it was it was a good time
0: Brooke says mentioning deloading on an app called x is wild <laughs> yeah it just seems so graphic like what does deloading mean does he just mean like taking a rest day like uh, if i didn't go to school would i be like deloading my brain i don't know it's such an awkward way to talk deload is a cute gym rat way to say recovery mm. thank you sean Jad is Jad says, all the false mistakes and attitude problems are getting highlighted now. Called a 23-year-old quarterback who only had three starts. A weird situation. I want them gone. Under fans are pissed. Toby Rivera, 20 bucks. Let's help this man get to 500 likes. Push the like button. Show your support. Wow. Have you noticed that putting a poll in your uh, chat and saying, can we get this stream to whatever likes, like all of a sudden helps getting likes? Like that is so silly.
1: I have but I, like I have not noticed it. I always you should can. try that. I always pin my uh, membership to the top because if nah, nah if that you, ain't if it. If you have an iPhone, if you have an iPhone, you can't you can't get it. You you have uh, to like go to the website on a computer. Which I'm is passing
0: stupid. out free game to all content creators. Though put a put a poll in your <laughs> chat box. Say, can we get this stream to exit? It will help your numbers. And thanks everyone for helping me out because I guess I do care. I'm not too cool to care. I am That's too true. cool to try on any of my production value. And I know I have like the worst show on YouTube, but. Thanks for the likes. Toby Rivera. <laughs> I appreciate you. Dustin He's the Gale. He's deloading on the,
1: his production value.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dustin <laughs> the Gale says if Brock and Sam both end up being out for the year, what do you think the Niners do? Unfortunately, we can't pretend that it won't never happen. Well, they could trade for Trey at that point. You can trade a fourth.
1: third. Jimmy Garoppolo might be replaced by then by O'Connell. Might be time yeah, to re maybe they can
0: get Phillip Rivers. <laughs> oh god. Uh Strawberry Reacts says, so now comes the BP versus Sam Darnold debate. It's coming. Oh, Sam Darnold is There the shouldn't be any debate. <laughs> Justin Cole says, did Kyle call out Steve Wilson run game? Uh, he didn't call it out, but he mentioned that it wasn't good enough. On the goal line says, the whole point is to have Sam Darnold, a.k.a. the second coming of Christ. <laughs> play. Yo, it made me laugh, although it was sort of insensitive to Christians. Yeah. And Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Jewish. And so I, you know, I have to have his back. Justin Cole says, meant to say run defense. Yeah, we got you. Jay Garza says, can we please stop calling them Super Bowl ready? Probable, Q, probable QB one setback. Questionable run D. Questionable slot, uh, slot corner. Thin depth. Injuries and wasted draft capital every year. You didn't even mention kicker. Sounds to me like a fall is coming. Even no returner. I don't. Week one. I, they should win week one. But it, it's really going to be interesting. They should win that, though. I'll be there. Can They'll he win. pick it? Yeah, okay. Frank Tom Ocean says, I don't understand Kyle's arrogance. He just went over 500. I'll be there too, so they'll probably lose. (laughs) Whatever good juju you have, I'm going to cancel it out.
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: Uh, I don't understand Kyle's arrogance. He just went over 500 for the first time in his career last year. If he retires today, he'll only be remembered as Mike's son. Move. Yep. But he thinks he's going to be around forever and win a bunch of championships, and it's only bad luck that's prevented him from doing so, and we'll see. Brooks says, I was talking about Lance goal line packages. Really? Did you get that? I don't know. <laughs> really? Wow. That's amazing. Hold on. Uh. W- <laughs> oh, he liked being subbed in for Trey. Okay. Subbed out for Trey. Uh, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, d- okay. I doubt got you. that's the case. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Sean says, Kyle about to get fired. His mismanagement on multiple fronts. If BP's arm fizzles, he may never be a head coach again. Oh. Oh, I don't well. know about that. Well, I mean, what <laughs> I he's doing here with, with the most important position is embarrassing. It's not that he's, it's not just that he's missed. Like, he, everyone's like, what's going on over there? You know that meme where the cat's standing up? Like, yeah, what yeah. the hell is going on over there? Yeah, it's like that. Sammy Martinez says, Grant, I know nothing about wine. You and Papa Cone talk about him a lot. Told Shorty I got her a nice Beaujolais. Do you think I'll seal the deal? <laughs> Recommendations. Okay, here's what you do. Here's what you do. I did this when I was in college. I was like 19. I thought it was money. So you go, it's like a park or something, okay? And just take her there. And all of a sudden, you plant this ahead of time. You go and you plant the bottle of wine, a bottle, a bottle, two glasses, and you bring the bottle opener with you. And you're walking around and you're like, oh my God, check it out. It's a bottle of wine. That's crazy. Someone left a bottle of wine and she'll be like, man, that is kind of crazy. And you'll be like, oh, it's actually kind of a nice Bottle of wine. Isn't it be, Wouldn't it be cool if there were like a couple of glasses and a bottle opener, and we could actually drink it? And you're like, oh, damn, what is that? And she's <laughs> like, oh, you really planted it all, and then it won't even matter, like how good the wine is. She'll just be impressed that you went to all the trouble. I'm telling you, it's money. It's kind of money, Sammy. You know, it's kind of money. Have it planted. It's
1: the money. the only thing that I heard is that you might have been underage drinking.
0: That's what. I- <laughs> Did I, 19? did I say 19 did i say 19 i don't remember. i said it. i think you said 19 I, I said, 19? I, I, think said, said I meant 21 <laughs> i was definitely 21 for that one so <laughs> telling on yourself at 35 black orchid says a reduction in the intensity of one's physical training as a short recovery period dumb <laughs> thank you black orchid joshua bano says niners haven't signed bosa because paraga's d <laughs> Did they deload Trey Lance or unload Trey Lance? I don't understand. Mayoko is still pissed as fish and chips. I don't see why I love Matt Mayoko. Love me Matt too. Mayoko cuz he's so too. restrained and he wouldn't do it unless it was absolutely necessary, unlike me who's insane. And so when it comes from Matt, it's, I think it probably carries more weight and Kyle got sassy with him. You heard it. He was like uh like what would you what, what do you think? Like don't do that to Matt Mayoko. Matt Mayoko has been on this beat, Kyle since you were a freaking ball boy have some respect and without missing a beat Kyle, uh, Matt was like well I mean from the time that you got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo but then brought him back and had him on the side field, it was like damn dude he's got you Kyle he you shouldn't ask he-
1: <laughs> you shouldn't
0: ask.'" and he wasn't scared at all he was like well I mean if you want to know I mean you if you really want to know my opinion I'll tell you that I agree with Jimmy it Was like
1: oh good job yeah
0: yeah, so I was really proud. Uh, pr- I love Matt Mayoko. He's it's underrated. Fu- it's
1: funny that he took a shot back at Jimmy, but they took the same exact route in their interviews. Like, well, what do you think? Well, I agree with that.
0: <laughs> and then, and then it basically came down to is weird too harsh of a word. Can we just call it unique? Nah, it's. But he went from weird. Best. What did he say? He went from weird to what, and then it went to unique. He said, he said, okay, so it's weird was no, no, like no, no. weird
1: to strange.
0: He went, he went from weird to not weird to kind of strange to let's call it unique. It's like, dude, how sensitive are you about this? <laughs> Very sensitive. Hogwatch says Pickett is a special. What's up, Hogwatch? You don't even know about Hogwatch, but I know about Hogwatch. Hooking it up with the sponsors. Pickett is a special quarterback. No one's talking about him yet. Top seven quarterback in two years. That is a hot take. Niner Ooh. fans don't give a damn about Pickett. Uh, they're all about Purdy. Pickett had a good preseason, though.
1: So shout out to Vish. He put me on to Pickett and was like, go watch Pickett and tell me the difference between him and Purdy. Cause you're not going to find one. And I was like, no way. Cause you go look at the stats that look off. They look awful. This, this right here is a perfect comment because 49er fans are in the chat and they're probably like, yeah, right. Pickett sucks. This is what people think about Brock Purdy outside of San Francisco.
0: He's got just some nice, nice wide know. receivers over there too. I mean, both yeah. of the starting wide receivers are good. George Pickens, Deontay Johnson. They're good. Yeah. HR says, Grant, I was fascinated by your tray locker room anecdote and your ability to tell the story. Do you have any thoughts or plans to expand beyond sports someday? Hey, thank you very much. No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no. Sometimes I make travel vlogs where I eat food and talk with my mouth full. It's very co- captivating, compelling mm-hmm. content. Um, I was an English major at UCLA. My dad was has a PhD in English literature. So I was always kind of like school. I mean, you know, we used to watch a lot of movies and talk about them afterward read stories and talk about them. So that's kind of my, I mean, basically most sports writers are really good at like analyzing the sport or they played it. Uh, My dad's whole thing was to approach it like literature, flesh out the characters because deep down that's what fans want. Who Who are these people really that we watch? Not just, you know, who's the best or whatever. And so that's how I was trained. I try to do it sometimes. Thank you, HR. Appreciate you. Dave Barclay. What's up, guys? Second favorite show with Ryan's on Monday being a close third. You know how I feel. This coach needs to go. Did you watch Steelers in preseason? They're good on all levels. Mm -hmm. Kenny Pickett played
1: five drives and scored touchdowns on all five drives in the preseason.
0: Pretty good. Bill Kennedy says, what percentage of first-round picks become successful? 38 and a half.
1: It is something like that. Yeah, you're yeah. actually not. I don't think you're that far off.
0: Refugio Gomez says, still no Bosa. I think this is the real problem. No, Kyle expected this. He saw it coming. <laughs> Dave Barclay says, I need you guys to do another hour when you'd start. Dave. Dave. Maybe not. I think we can do but I appreciate you. Obi-149 says, I feel Trey could have stayed and waited it out. He would have gotten a chance here faster than Dallas. Dallas two quarterbacks are ahead of him more than the Niners quarterbacks. I don't know. I feel like Dak could be out after this year if he keeps throwing picks.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's... Maybe for this year, if those... Are, you're saying like through injury, but I would expect that he takes over. The way they're talking already is QB2 is going to be his before the season's over, so...
0: Let's see it. Dave Barclay says, Grant, were you a ladies killer before marriage? I had no game. Still still have none. But that one thing I did one time was kind of cute. <laughs> MBM says, maybe Kyle Shane didn't really want Sam as a starter, which is why he was named number two quarterback. Kyle Shane held back this info knowing Sam would get in at some point. If that's Kyle's master plan, he might really be on the hot seat already, dude. Like No one's feeling you on this.
1: Yeah. Nobody wants Sam Darnold, man.
0: No. I'm old, Greg, says every day Grant equals Niners fan. Grant's negative Nancy stream character equals Seahawks fan. It's just a character, people. I'm old, Greg. You don't know me. I'm old, Greg. <laughs> the goose Thanks. says, Grant, can you impersonate Darnold's podium look? <laughs> <laughs> He's so startled. He's like, yeah. Uh... <laughs> like, what, dude? Like, Yeah. Uh... No, I'm not doing it right. It's kind of like this. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's kinda... like it's like he literally just saw a ghost it's crazy <laughs> it's a weird look <laughs> thomas delacruz says uh grant got that riz <laughs> man that was a long time ago niners rule for 50 bucks hey grant thank you you're raking in the super chat money tonight maybe when remember when i had to spend 50 for a turn down lap dance man you always make it rain also, nice to see you try to mentor a youngster, but the look on your face when he kept interrupting you was priceless. He was like, were you done? I was like, yeah, man, I was good. <laughs> it's your show, baby. I love it. I kept, I, <laughs> normally, I get mad because I'd be like, man, you invited me on your show and you I'm like, I'm the guest and you're going to talk over me. But I was like, he's 16, man. Let him go. He's doing a great job. I would have done this. He's probably just nervous. But at the same time, I was like, listen, kid, <laughs> let me tell you how it works around here, all right? David Baker says, I've been watching the Niners for over 50 years, and I've never seen this dysfunction in the senior administration. I know, it's wonderful, right? It's a once-in-a-lifetime, it's like Haley's comment. Dazza says, at what point does Jed consider blowing the team up, given the quarterback issues and the age of Trent Armstead killing Juice?" It went well last time he blew the team up. Just bring in the D-line. Make Chris Kacarek the head coach. Oh, I think God. they should do it. Fish and Chip says, kid Kyle character equals empty vessel refugio gomez is the niners went from tom brady aaron Rodgers, brock purdys and sam Darnold is possible starting court seems like a huge downgrade well they almost had tom brady though they almost had aaron Rodgers. i mm-hmm. think that matters mm-hmm. yeah dave barkley says grant love the movie guy voice the movie <laughs> voice guy have you heard the comedian that does that yeah of course uh pablo francisco i saw him do it in person when i was like 13 at do people go to the wild 94.9 um comedy jam whatever it's called you wouldn't know because you're not from out here but it's down In San Jose at the Shoreline, they do it every year. Dave Chappelle was there one year. They had Dave Chappelle, Jamie Fox. Though, yeah, he did that one bit. It was good, and I stole it. Sorry, Pablo. It was a funny Mm -hmm. bit. I liked it. Cloud Strife. If Dak got cut from Dallas, if the Niners pick him up, what do you know? uh, How do you think he would do Kyle's system better or worse? I mean, well, I'll say this: they changed the system to
1: make it better for him. Basically, what they were doing last year is a lot what Kyle Shanahan does, where there's a lot of restrictions on Dak Prescott. And this year, you see him calling the offense and all of that. They're trying to open it up for Dak, give him more freedom. He's allowed to, to go into hurry up, call hurry up whenever he wants. Kyle would never let him do those things. So
0: who knows how it would work. Yeah. Um, An arm and a leg movie voice, Dave Barclay. I love love you, Dave. Juan says, why does this season feel so weird? Expect sadness. I don't know, man. It just feels like it just got off on the wrong foot. They let this backup quarterback thing be a whole distraction. It wasn't a real competition. It was just a farce. And that was the, I mean, it just seems like you probably should have.
1: Yeah, but did the backup quarterback situation save them from the actual issues that are going on? I mean, how long would we have been talking about Osta and Moody and all these other things? That was kind of their saving grace. And just now, like two weeks before the season, when there's almost no access to him, it's like, well, hold on a second. You guys don't even have a kicker
0: and your best player's not playing. What the hell? What quarterbacks were available when Darnold was picked?
1: Uh, that Lamar was the Mariota, the...
0: Trubisky. No, 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 no,
1: no. When he was picked, it, that oh, was, was the picked. Lamar was... Jackson,
0: Josh Allen. Oh yeah, I thought he meant when he was signed. My bad. Th- picked oh. is the operative word there. Yeah. yeah. Um. waruna Pereira says and believes in Kirk more than Kirk believes in himself. cautioning clearly clearing obstacles to make Kirk as the starter twenty twenty four. Three to the power of infinity chess. <laughs> the little tortilla boy from dave barclay absolutely starring arnold schwarzenegger so good sal hiergy says how much money has been wasted on first round busts (gasps) i'd like to know that's an interesting one they could tally it up money they've given to first round picks who aren't on the team anymore or are and aren't doing anything cloud strife what if grant was the coach and jesse was the oc he probably wouldn't (laughs) win a lot of games no jesse who's the number one player the niners cannot live without Man, I I
1: started to think about this because Bosa, there's a chance he might not be there, and I'm thinking, okay, is he the most important player? Or let's say every major player on this team right now was holding out, and you could sign them all but one. Who is the one that would be the most detrimental to their season? I think it's Trent Williams.
0: I knew you're going to say that. It's a better it's than Nick Bosa.
1: Because the offensive line is, is, it's I him. mean, there's no talent without him. Banks is cool, but how much of that is playing next to Trent Williams, I think that helps a little bit. I just, I wouldn't, I mean, Jalen, could you imagine? McKivitz and Moore are the tackles on this team if Trent Williams is out. So I think Trent Williams is the single most important player for this season. The one guy you can't live without.
0: I'm going to go a different direction. Although that's that was my first instinct was to say Trent Williams. Are you going to take the guy that you said that they
1: shouldn't have traded for Grant? No. Oh, okay.
0: No, <laughs> I'm not going to go with him. I'm going to go okay. with the quarterback again. It's okay. Brock Purdy. It's okay. Brock. If he doesn't make it through the season the Niners are done. Sam Darnold ain't it. Brock might be. I don't know. I'm open-minded. I have you know, I'm skeptical which I think is fair, but I'm also open-minded. I'm closed-minded with Sam Donald. He's not going to win a playoff game, let alone a Super Bowl. So if this season comes down to Sam Donald, I don't give a damn if Trent Williams, if if the whole team could be freaking healthy, playing their best. If Sam Donald's on the field, it's not going to happen. Call me a hater. That's how I feel. It's got to be Brock. He plays the most important position. He's not the best player on the team, but he plays the most important position, and his backup is a problem.
1: Who are your top 3 that they can't live without? Let's go with that. I'm just curious to see who else you would have gone with. I'll I'll say mine. Mine would have went Trent Williams, CMC, Brock Purdy. Those would have been the order.
0: I would say probably Trent Williams, Purdy and Bosa. I think this Bosa thing's a big deal. I know having Hargrave is nice, but Hargrave was playing next to a bunch of guys like if it's just him and Armstead and Cleveland Farrell and Austin Bryant like I don't know about that pass rushing they don't have Robert Sala like I don't Steve Wilkes has a lot of pressure on him man and if he doesn't if this defense takes a step back if this team step takes a step back he's gonna be the scapegoat there's always one so I don't I don't know um Bosa's a big one and he can always use that an excuse like well I didn't have my best player when I was installing my defense which is true but Bosa's a big one
1: yeah, he is a big one, especially for a, a new defensive coordinator. Not new to the league, but new to this team. That's pretty massive.
0: you trust the offense or the defense more this year, knowing that this is a team, for the last five years, you've been able to trust the defense more than the offense?
1: I think I actually trust the offense more, Grant. I mean, one thing that that you do get with Brock Purdy is you know the offense is going to be on schedule you know that they can move the football with regularity and there's so many weapons on this team i mean cmc has completely transformed this offensive unit yeah the head coach who's been here for 7 years now or going on 7 a game years without cmc 19 right exactly yeah. exactly That's a good point yeah and then you've got the well, head coach what are going to be
0: doing without cmc What's yeah, gonna do? I, I mean, I don't know.
1: I don't know, but hopefully we don't have to find that out. But then the head coach has been calling plays for this offense for going on seven years now. You've got a whole new play caller that's not going to be on the field. New to this team. Hasn't even been acclimated with his best player.
0: I new really this think system, that this right? might be the He's, year they're an
1: offensive team.
0: I feel I feel it too. Like I'm looking at Steve Wilkes' uh, history as a defensive coordinator. He's mm-hmm. been basically in charge of a defense four years, three years as a defensive, two years as a defensive coordinator, one mm-hmm. as a head coach. Carolina, twenty seventeen, Arizona, twenty eighteen, Cleveland, twenty nineteen, and Carolina last year. Like his defense is ranked uh, seventh in yards in Carolina, twenty seventeen. Then he became the head coach Arizona that year. His defense ranked twentieth in yards, 26th in points. That's out of thirty two. That's down at the bottom. Cleveland, his one year as a DC there, twenty uh, second in yards, twentieth in points, fired. And then last year, 22nd in yards, 19 in points. Like, he doesn't necessarily have a track record of top five defenses. Never had one. So, yeah, he's got a really good roster, but he's sort of learning a new system. The the Niners want him to do what he's been doing. He's never run wide nine before. It's hard to stop the run running wide nine. Does he know how? We'll find out because he didn't really have it in the preseason. They were giving up, like, six yards a carry.
1: Yeah, And how much does Bosa rectify that? I I mean, Bosa's good, but I don't know that he solves all those problems with the run defense. Does Hargrave solve the problems? I mean, he wasn't
0: exactly a run stuffer in Philly. He
1: wasn't. You know what's interesting about Hargrave? In Pittsburgh, he He was actually a run stopper. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what he was. And then he became a pass rusher, and now he's just the pass rusher? I, I don't know. That's interesting. But, yeah, I mean, Bosa, like I said, Bosa helped. It almost makes you wonder... And these conversations did happen towards the end of last season going into this offseason. But is there a chance if they are struggling to stop the run that they just say, you know what? On first down, Armstead needs to play outside. And we need a another big body on the inside. Because if we put Armstead on the outside, then you know he can help stop the run, regardless of where he's at. You get another big guy in the middle. I mean, that might be the answer to the problem. I don't know. I'm I'm just curious to see how this whole thing plays out. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because me that's the one too. thing about Fred Warner. As great as he is, he's, I mean, not undersized for today's linebackers, but he's not the best at, at filling gaps and making plays and stopping the run. Like, that's not his strength. So, if Mm-mm. he now all of a sudden has to play near the line of scrimmage and, and be a run stuffer, that's not ideal either.
0: Armstead's great against the run. is good mm-hmm. against the run. Um, yep. Hargrave, we'll see. Cleveland Farrell, we'll see. But what's interesting about the Niners, they've always wanted to do a rotation at, mm-hmm. at uh, D-line. D and like there'll be drives where they'll have the entire second unit D-line out there. The entire, like Bosa's out. Hargrave's out. Armstead's out. We've seen that second unit D-line. We oh, saw it a lot in the preseason. No. It can't stop the run. No. Kevin Givens and Javon Kinlaw inside can't. Stop the run. So that's going to be multiple drives a game. Those guys, I mean, people are going to scout that. Hey, when, when the second string D-line is on the field, just run the ball every freaking time. You'll get like seven yards carry. So Do you feel part. like that's why Kalia
1: Davis made this team? Do they? Do we yes. think that maybe
0: he can be that run stuffer? He, be, he better be. Yeah. Because I don't know the other people. I don't know that, you know, 90 or 99 can or will be. But Kalia Davis, he hasn't played much. But when he was out there, it looked like he could – um hold his ground he's got
1: a low center of gravity so yep. i mean i don't know man i i, I mean, really think putting armstead back outside on first down might be the answer but we'll see
0: god i hate that i used to, I used to I argue know. about this I with know. with robert sall i hate it because he's excellent at defending the run at any spot but once it's a, you, uh, you have to, he's such a bad pass rusher as an end, as a DN, like not only is he not going to ever get the quarterback from, as a DN, he'll let him out of the pocket to the right. And it's like, man, can you just at least keep him in there? And he's like, no, that's what he says with his play. Ooh, man. Sorry. Aaron. I don't know. We'll see. He's going to be like, they got to take risk credential, man. Remember when I made that, that, <laughs> that uh, highlight reel <laughs> of him Okay, so it's the trendy thing to say right now is, is Super Bowl or bust for Kyle Shanahan? Super Bowl or bust <laughs> this winter in a theater near you? Is it was it really the look.
1: It was the look in the postgame when you got like super close and got that serious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the
1: LeBron look that know. everybody posted. I don't know why you.
0: I need to do that. Is it really Super Bowl or bust <laughs> for Kyle oh, Shanahan man.
1: this can you not look in my eyes when you say the Sorry. word bus? That's yeah, I don't. <laughs> Man, this is a family show. It is. I agree. So don't do that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> is it really Super Bowl or bus for Kyle? Um, Damn. I don't think that it is, Grant. I, I don't. Here, here's what I think it is. It is NFC Championship or bust for Kyle because the way that I see it is if they make it to the NFC Championship or further, preferentially further, they can talk their way out of that. But if they chose Brock Purdy over, essentially, they went from Jimmy Garoppolo to Brock Purdy is really what's happened here. Jimmy Garoppolo has set the tone that he could make it to NFC Championships and Super Bowls. Brock Purdy made it to an NFC championship, but if they fall short and lose in, let's say, the divisional round this year, that's where people are going to be like, hold on, now we're going backwards? We were sold that this was the best team in the league, you finally got your quarterback, and we've taken a step backwards. I think that's really where people will lose it. If they can at least hold serve to the NFC championship, people will be upset, but I don't think that's going to put him on the hot seat, in my opinion. Divisional or worse,
0: puts him on the hot seat by the ownership maybe i mean it feels like if they make it to the nfc championship game and lose again it'll be disappointing but you probably won't get fired for going to the nfc championship game three years in a row you right um but i just feel like the expectations are so high and i think they're out of excuses and they said they have the quarterback they want and they got rid of the quarterback they didn't want And of fans are upset about that like i It feels like if they, if this season is a disappointment in any way, people will be a little bit more upset than they realize. And not just fans, but the locker room and the ownership. I think everyone has an expectation of where this team can go, can do. If they fall short again, again, and they can't even reach where they fell last year, where they got to last year. I think there's going to be more bitter feelings, resentment, anger, than maybe people realize. And I think you're, you're seeing it right And There's a lot of anger. They haven't even played a game, man. They could go 17 and 0 this year. And you got people saying, I'm never rooting for this team. Again, there's something off. Niner fans are ready to pounce on this coach. These is the, like, give them a reason. And the reason could be going, you know, like losing in the first round of the playoffs after being, getting the one seat. You know, going 14-3 and and then blowing it in the play. Who knows what it is? But if they have a down season in any way, they fall short of expectations. The expectations couldn't be any freaking higher. It's going to be interesting.
1: It is going to be interesting. I just, I feel like they can talk their way out of things if they can make the NFC Championship again. Like, how do you really put somebody on the hot seat that's been to three straight NFC Championships four times in the last 5 years they've been to the NFC championship true. or further i just i it's think true. that's a really maybe tough maybe it's NFC championship game tell. or
0: bust but if they lose in the divisional round um i feel like there is going to be many more media members criticizing kyle I and agree. i think one of the things that the yorks like about kyle is that he was sort of uncriticizable for the last <laughs> 7 years <laughs> they took a lot of criticism they were ridiculed for the Harbaugh, <laughs> jim tom sula chip kelly three-year debacle kyle shanahan gave him credit gave him credibility but he's starting to erode at his own credibility because it's not that he hasn't found the right quarterback like he's wildly flailing around from one to the next with no rhyme or reason and people are starting to notice so it's gonna be interesting to see if, if brock purdy goes and plays 17 games plays well develops him keeps him healthy and they lose in the nfc championship game nah probably won't fire him but we'll have to see how come
1: well i think the other possibility is you make the nfc championship game and you find out throughout that process that you don't have the franchise quarterback does that put the same pressure on him? i'm not sure or does a pivot to Kirk cousins work i don't know
0: i wouldn't let him pivot to Kirk cousins if if kyle shanahan because you'd have to go to the owner right and be like look jet remember that time i told you to spend three first round picks So we could trade for trey lance and you spent 30 million dollars for him to get developed but i never developed him or did my homework and then we traded him for a fourth round pick i'm sorry really apologize for that but now i'd like to ask you for like a hundred plus million dollars guaranteed so we could sign uh old kirk cousins what do you say and jed's going to be like if he has any self-respect no so he'll say yes yeah He'll say yes. (laughs) All right, enough negativity. Tell me what has gone right this offseason for the 49ers.
1: Oh, by far the biggest thing is Brock Purdy actually being on track to play week one. I mean, there was Mm. so many questions when that final like, postseason presser happened. Like, "Mm, do we trust the 49ers with injuries? There's probably no way that he's back. And then... There was the setback because of the swelling in Brock Purdy's arm. Then we're like, oh, God, I mean, six months is right when the season starts. You Look at Nick Mullins. It took really seven months, and then it actually took nine months because he didn't play for Cleveland, and all those thoughts were out there. The fact that Brock Purdy came back at the beginning of training camp, and yes, he's in this deloading process now. It still looks like he's in a play week one and have – practice quite a bit actually i think that's definitely the biggest thing that has gone right this offseason
0: i would have to agree i mean this is interesting uh it was possible he was gonna be out the entire year half the year part of the year he's gonna potentially be there for the whole year and now the question is not will he be there for the beginning but will he be there for the end if he's not there if he wasn't there at all given what they wanted to do with trey lance the fact that they that their plan essentially this year was Brock or Sam. Trey's out. Yeah, thank God Brock Purdy came back. Mm-hmm. We thought Trey had a chance. No, 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 no. It came down to Brock or Darnold the whole time. Whew. Man, Brock Purdy saved the Niners again. Saved Kyle Shanahan from himself again. Can he do it the entire season? That's the that's a big that's the storyline. Because if Sam Darnold has to start uh, more than one game for this team. If he has to start a playoff game for this team, and he loses, and it's not good, man, I'd love to see what happens to Kyle Shannon after that. You know what else I
1: would say has actually gone relatively right, assuming that Kittle is back week one? We were going positive, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you have any... You might have something else.
0: So, if you want to I think I just veered something. into the negativity. So, keep getting back to positive. Yeah, Sorry, I do yeah, that yeah, well, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate appreciate it. hard not to go negative. I'm so mad. I'm being positive.
1: <laughs> I would say just overall, I mean, they've been... They're going into the season relatively healthy. Which, last year, who missed? We had Kittle miss. We had... I mean, I guess... Debo wasn't in shape, Kittle miss, and then it just kind of was downhill from there. There was injuries and what have you. I, I think for the most part, they're going into this season healthy, which is huge for them. We'll see how long they can maintain it because that can derail the season for sure, but relatively healthy going into the season.
0: I would say that's gone right for them as well. Yeah, um, what else is going right for them? The fact that Nick Bosa hasn't asked for a trade, that's a big win it Huge actually win. is a big one considering what's going on yeah i agree nick bosa just kept quiet no official trade request that's money um christian mccaffrey still healthy their late
1: win. round rookies all panned out yeah not easy to now, do Now george
0: kittle and, and uh elijah mitchell heard again but they're you know that's sort of the way it goes, but Chris. McCann. Yeah,
1: Elijah Mitchell's one thing. Kittle should be back week one, though. I don't know about Debo's Mitchell. in great he, shape.
0: He stays hurt. Debo's in Debo's great in shape. Great shape. You guys saw it yeah. for yourself in the preseason. Yeah. looks better than last year. Um, you can always count on Fred Warner. Touch T- Tashawn Gibson's still good. Mooney's still good. I call him Mooney. We what, about, De- what about what about Lenore? He looks pretty He's damn good. I, I
1: will say this. One thing I did not see from him. This whole off season is any issues holding up in coverage. He's looked pretty damn good. Yep. They got a
0: great young kicker. I'm sorry. I couldn't. Why yeah, I you couldn't resist did why, you? why did I do that? <laughs> the rest of the show to be snarky and I just couldn't. I'm sorry. That's Did you ever see that that South Park where um Randy's dad I mean Stan's dad Randy creates sarcastic ball and he just can't stop being sarcastic (laughs) no (laughs) sometimes I feel like Randy in that episode like please help me I can't stop (laughs) anyway before we get going we're going to take some more uh super chats uh I just wanted to point out that some of you guys know Ryan G Hensley we do a show together on um Mondays the Monday morning show well Ryan is a hustler Ryan also does solar. It's called Hensley Solar. And I want you to know if you or someone you know needs residential or commercial solar, Hensley Solar covers 31 states. You can also make 1000 if you refer someone to use Hensley Solar and they have it installed. Just email your most recent electricity bill to ryan at ryanghensley.com. And Hensley's team will show you how much money they can save your family or business contact Hensley Solar today. And I'm going to put that in the description just in case you missed it and you want to check it out, get some solar, click, not click on the link, but go to the right to Ryan. Again, that's Ryan at ryanghensley.com. It's in the description. Ryan's a hustler and he's good at his job, has a lot of satisfied customers. Thank you, Ryan G. Hensley. He's a hustler, baby. He just wants you to know <laughs> it ain't where he's been. I don't really like that song because I don't like Jay Z, but I love don't Pharrell. Like Jay-Z so it's like I either can... I, I can not like Jay Z. But... Nah, me neither. I feel like his music aged really poorly too. You never hear it ever <laughs> anywhere. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Um, you guys made the backup QB a situation says, I'm old Greg. No, no, no. The Niners did. Yeah. We're supposed I to ignore say, it? We didn't make anything. We should just ignore it. Josh says, genuinely, do you think TB12 could have won with Kyle Shanahan? Yeah. If Kyle Shanahan had a different personality and wasn't a micromanaging quarter, a head coach who actually wanted to, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Maybe that could have worked.
1: That's who they're going to call. If things go crazy this season, I'm not saying he comes out, but it's not going to be
0: Phillip rivers. They're going
1: to call Tom Brady.
0: Man. It's a, but okay. Refugio Gomez says, I think the Niners' season is over. Christian McCaffrey.
1: I mean, he's, if uh, Christian McCaffrey gets uh, hurt, uh, yeah, I think it's I what he's saying. I yeah. feel that.
0: Jason says, it's so weird. Sorry. Unique being a Niners fan these days. Endless drama. <laughs> Solid job security for you guys, though. LOL. Well, keep up the great work. I love like little things about covering this team. Like all of a sudden you can't call anything weird anymore. Like that's a, that's that's just a four letter word. Can't say weird. How dare Can you? Can we talk about this too?
1: How about people were more like freaking out more about Ilm Manning not making this team than they were about the 49ers wasting all those first round picks and shipping trade to Dallas? Like, you want to hold the team more Ilm accountable Manning? for Ilm Manning
0: than <laughs> you did all those draft picks? That's crazy. Jesus. Jesus. Ilm Manning. Dave Barclay says, How hot is Kyle C right now, honestly? Kind of warm. I mean, it's warm. You got like the, the
1: one that maybe you're on a one out of the the
0: ten. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't lost a game. At least yet, the burner's on
1: now. It wasn't on before. I'll say that
0: warmer than it should be. Ag says mm-hmm. from weird to unusual to unique to Kyle ending the press. Lol. I like it when Kyle gets annoyed. Sassy Kyle comes out. Jekyll and Hyde. He was sassy today, man. Yeah,
2: he's, that's what it was. Weird to unusual. Matt
0: you're right. Yeah, Kyle sh- Matt Mayoko should have been like, "Don't you sass me." <laughs> i'm matt mayoko not you ever sass me dave barclay says offensive line is horrendous i like how when the, the 53 man roster came out they had like little pictures of the each each um position group sort mm. of hype them up and they had like for quarterbacks they had all three they had brandon allen in there and sam darnold and Brock Purdy. And for the offensive line, they had Trent Williams, Jake Brendel, and Aaron Banks, and that's it. Like, ha ha, ha 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 ha. There's supposed to be five. What are you guys doing? But we know what you're doing. We know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> anyway, um, Brooks says 2024 coaster coaster named head coach. They bring back the black jerseys and Seahawks eat Thanksgiving dinner on our 50 yard line. Oh, Ooh. and Brandon O'Brien. Actually, if we're the, the Seahawks eating Thanksgiving dinner, that would be this year. They're mm-hmm. playing on Thanksgiving again, this time Seattle. But it's in, in Seattle. Seattle, yeah. Still, though, if they lose that game in Seattle, I mean, it's, it's going to be on national television. Jed just might lose it. I think it's a Thanksgiving. We're, we got, we're on Thanksgiving watch, guys. Scotty Dippin, Gold Chain <laughs> Grant, has given Michael Imperioli and Supra. Ah, yeah! <sighs> <laughs> Minus the nose. Well, I'm still Italian, though. Quarter. I like it. Michael Imperioli was hilarious in that in that show. Great show. I
1: think he's talking about Coca. You know, he had a nose and a snowflake oh i missed
0: that part (laughs) minus the yeah well thank you dave barclay say (laughs) got it i should read the whole thing next time dave barclay says how do members send uh long they've been a member i don't know how much i don't i don't know i have no idea
1: yeah i think there's like milestones
0: that are preset that
1: once they happen it lets you know type of thing
0: yeah warbane says grant is it possible kyle has a Case of uh, Sisyphus syndrome with the genius label placed on him by the media seems to always have a plan and an excuse. Possible. I, I don't know about a was. plan. I don't know if he yeah. always has a plan. Dave Barkless is just curious. I think it's nearly three years. What? What? What?
2: Oh, he's okay. yeah, I'm, sure I'm sure you haven't. I'm sure you haven't.
0: I don't know. Niner Cali boy says, think we bring back Jordan Willis. He's available. They, they, they got Austin Bryant instead. So I like yeah. Jordan. I prefer Jordan Willis. And in that time, we got worse progressively, says Dave. Acru- agree. And then he says, if we sign Bosa, who can we sign afterwards? Not Robbie Gold. Well, they got... I mean, they'll have money. Bosa Signing Bosa will free up money, but I don't know who's out there. Joe Gomez says, is this the last year the Super Bowl window was open? It seems like... No, it's open forever. It never closes, but it's urgent, and that's why they can't play Trey Lance. He's gone. <laughs> but it's always... It's never going to close. JC says, did wants Sam Donald because Pete Seat... You know, well, because of what PC did with Geno Smith, just like he did Andy Reid with Pat Mahomes. Sure, well, let's see if Kyle's that kind of coach. Dave Barkley says, "Don't think we can afford anyone after that." Well, like he said, it frees up money. Twenty Nine says, "Over under two hundred fifty five ums from Sam Darnold this year." I, well, that, that would mean he's playing. Shady Luke says, "Fred Warner legit looked lost in the run versus Philly." Mm. Uh, that's a Philly fan. Dave Barkley says, "Does Wilkes start slow? I have a feeling he does. I don't know Wilkes. I well, I guess we have to find out." W Studio know. says the tinfoil hat, Bosa's hurt, and he's buying time. That's very tinfoil. That is very tinfoil. Dave Barclay says, Jesse, don't stare at me when you do that hat. <laughs> Let you do that. That was a <laughs> lot. Sorry. Finesse Kid <laughs> says, Kyle better be right about the decisions at quarterback or else it will be a stain on his resume forever. Is Sam not a proven loser with 55 games played? According to Kyle, no. So let's see if he's right. Charles Michael Sinclair, keep up the good work, big dog. Staying real. Thank you, Charles Michael Sinclair. Brooks says, uh, SB or D load. <laughs> David Baker says, so it all depends on next year's draft and who we trade for Kyle to keep his job. Could be. Dave Barclay. Is NFC championship our standard now? Or or we great? Yeah, that's the standard. That's all Dave, I, I don't run.
1: I don't know if you know this, but it's very hard to win a Super Bowl. And that it's is so hard. gonna continuously it be luck. the excuse every time they get close.
0: Drew Brady Nine says this will all take a moment in just D load." <laughs> Nolo, you says Kyle's never out of excuses. I like that about him. What a soap opera says David Baker, who's been a member for 15 months. Dave Barkley says enough negativity. Someone tell Kyle's face. <laughs> Dustin the Gale says imagine if they hired Vic Fangio, resigned Robbie Gold, Trey got the practice reps and preseason reps, and Bosa was ready to go. Well, in that world, the Niners would have like a really good head coach. But instead, they have the best <laughs> play caller. Dustin the Gale says if they kept Trey, yeah, we got you. Ra- Rafael Rosario says seems like Kinlaw gets way more of a grace period. I did notice that. So does Solomon Thomas. I miss Trey Lance, says Zach, uh, Jay Zach Losho. Any it's possibility TL Sam Darnold becomes TL 15. Noah says, any possibility Sam Donald becomes QB1? Yeah, through injury. Yes. <laughs> Bill Kennedy says, we are screwed if we don't get a reliable kicker. Correct. Uh, Frank Tom Ocean, member for five months. Take my money, Grant. What's up, Jesse? Says What's up, what Julio. What's up, Julio? Pissed off, brother. brother Bob says, no kicker. Pissed off. Brock Hurt, real pissed. Real pissed. That's pissed off, brother Bob, for you, though. Wi-Fi Willie NFL says, does Jimmy G have a better season statistically than Purdy? Ooh. Who plays more games?
1: Purdy. Because I think Jimmy G gets benched. Wi-Fi Willie, though, I'm pretty sure you've got a big NFL channel. I'm pretty sure I've seen your channel floating around. It's pretty massive. You think Jimmy's going
0: to get benched for Aiden O'Connell? Yes. Yeah. Damn. That's love. I do. Damn. I kind of feel like Jimmy's going to play more than Brock this year because Jimmy's healthier than Brock.
1: For I mean, once. Can you really trust Jimmy's healthy, his health? I, I mean, I can't. Can you trust Brock's? At least, okay, here's what I'll, i I'm not saying you can, but I can trust that if he plays, he's not going to get benched for Sam Darnold. or at least I feel like I can trust that more than the
0: Aiden O'Connell side of things. Have you ever seen a real water boy since W Studio? You're looking at one right now. A realist. <laughs> Guys, the show's over. Thanks for watching. Remember to check out Ryan Hensley's Solar US for all your gambling needs. And remember to check out Jesse Naylor and Last Second Sports for one hell of a YouTube channel.
1: Oh, we got a call-up show coming out in five minutes, so... Let's go. If you don't agree with my takes, call in to Last Second Sports. Let's talk about it. Baby.